This is Tournament in a Tea Break. You're listening to Ros Sattar, Vicky Monk, and George Belshaw. And we finally have our semi finalists all sorted out. Um, so let's start with Le Petit Pauvre David Goffin and his amazing turnabout against uh, Dominic Team. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> It was, it was, but that's just it. It literally was. I looked up and team was like three love up, and I thought, oh, started to write. And then the next thing I saw, yeah. it that set had just gone. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. Was it, did he win? Was it six games in a row? Five. Five, five. five in a row. <clears throat> yeah, it just came out of because you know, obviously after um, his performance against Dimitrov, everybody thought that. He was written off for the rest of the tournament, but you know, it was almost like he sort of got three love down and then decided, oh no, I don't want to go out like this. <laughs> I'll wake up now. And I mean, I've, I've I've seen less dramatic resurrections at Easter on the telly. I mean, it was just, it was just. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to make of it because I went back and listened to the podcast, and there's us like, well, you know, he's got Davis Cup, so really. He'll want to be resting up. Obviously not. Well, my team's got his football match in Austria. Well, so, uh, Slovenia, is... big one. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, that was Slovenia. the uh, big story of the week. So. <laughs> Uncovered by yours truly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, team. We've spoken all about his scheduling all year long, and he just was pretty hopeless, to be honest, today. Um, but he's back on my Christmas card list because it was quick and it didn't at least drag it out this time it was a less painful death for him so. well it's curious to see his uh, comment in press about you know no it wasn't scheduling it's, at some stage he and Gunter or, or maybe even get rid of Gunter but at some stage something really does need to change because mm. much like we were saying about Zverev yesterday They've they've made this massive breakthrough into the into the top, you know top five or you know there thereabouts and you know they're going to be um, actually ahead of our returning heroes uh, and they'll want to capitalise on that. Surely one would think. Mm. Um, but I mean, if he carries on playing like that and much the same with Zverev, they're just going to get spanked. Our favourite word from yesterday. <laughs> they're just going to get absolutely battered. I mean, something's got to change. I mean, teams never going to admit over schedules but it's so blatantly obvious to the entire world that he does and you know I, I would put it down to the coach I think you've got to take a firmer stance with him um, and if it is team pushing to do this which I, I don't believe it is then Bresnik should threaten to leave or vice versa you know what I mean like you yeah. just can't carry on like this it just gets to this stage of the season and he's utterly utterly useless mm. either that or he's just terrible on an indoor hardcore which you know might well, be true too well, that, might be an element is, of both but yeah that's possible but um <coughs> i mean i don't know i mean it's, it was a it was a pretty sorry way to end and what struck me was my twitter timeline blew up with the kind of derogatory comments that we normally see on the wta of you know what a sad indictment of the top of the of the yeah. of the rankings, and I thought, well, you know, it's about time that the men had a bit of a bit of stirring to to you know to the pot. But I don't know. I, th- I felt it was a real anticlimax. In fact, I've, I've actually felt this whole day has been a real anticlimax for the round robins. It's it almost you know the round robins have have their place in something like this because again, once you lose, it doesn't mean it's all over. You still have a chance. People have gone through on just one win. Um, you know, it adds a bit of excitement to the end of the year. But days like this, I feel, you know, on a Friday, and those tickets aren't cheap. 
I just wonder if it's real value for money out there. It's been a bit of a flat atmosphere all around today. Um, see, we never really expected the team Goffin match to be particularly mind-blowing. And then, obviously, but then getting to come out and see Dimitrov play the way he played today, I mean, don't you shouldn't discredit him. He was playing against Nadal's alternate, but he... He performed phenomenally. He was, you know, getting to watch him play was is a treat for anyone. Well, getting to, I think the key is getting to watch him play to the kind of potential that we all believe that he had. Um, you know, it's, and it's not like um, Karina Bustle wasn't trying to, you know, in any of it. It was not like he was tanking it. He was trying his utmost. But um, Dimitrov just shut him down, just, mm. just kept him, you know, like literally arms and it reminded me of when somebody tall just holds their hand up against someone's foot <laughs> and they're like thrashing away and they can't do it that's exactly what it just felt like it was just you know it he's was always had the the ground strokes he's always been a, a beautiful player to watch in that sense but his, it used to be his server let him down but now he seems to have found his serve i saw a stat earlier that just said he only lost one point on his first serves. Granted, he only got 55% of his first serves in, but I mean, that, that says something about how his, his first serves improved, definitely. I mean, I think it goes to show that, you know, you don't have to have a powerful serve a la SOC, for example, where you're going to get lots of free points, provided you've got a pretty consistent serve and, you know, very accurate, which today it, it definitely was. Yeah, it seemed closer to Federer's serving now. You know, so Federer has got a quick serve, but it's by no means the quickest serve on the tour. But it's just how accurate it is mm. and how hard it is to read. And Dimitrov this week, I think, has kind of shown signals of that. He's looked impossibly difficult to play against on serve, and when that ball drops short, he's just dealing with it. You know, we're talking about struggles when it was a short ball, kind of finishing good opportunities. Dimitrov's the complete opposite. If you put anything that's not a foot away from the baseline he's absolutely chewing it up at the minute and the, it just suits him so well this surface at the minute um, mm. I, I think it's been a really really great year for Dimitrov and as we've said it's, it feels like it's been a long time coming um, and it, for Goffan perhaps it just puts his match in perspective a little bit more as well today you know maybe Goffan wasn't as flat as we were all thinking and Dimitrov is actually yep. just playing at such a level right now that we just have to stand there and be like Holy cow, this guy's good. Um, Sock will be a very different test, though. You know, Karina Buster and Goffan will allow you to beat through them if you're not playing well. Sock will be counter-punching. He'll be throwing punches himself. It'll be a lot more short points, a lot more attacking, random, very fun tennis, I think. But Dimitrov won't be able to find a rhythm. He'll be brought in more. He won't yeah. like that. It's going to be a different contest, but if he plays like that today, he couldn't even beat Federer here. I mean, the, the thing that I've enjoyed the most is just watching that wind-up on, on Sock's forehand and just not being able to get any kind of... You've got no idea, as he whips it back, where that's, where that's going to go. I think, that, I think that's definitely going to be, I think, the pick of the, the finals. Oh, sorry, semi-finals. Um, and the old man? It was a little bit of... Well, I, what you don't know is that I can see into the future and the lottery numbers for this weekend oh, um, I mean, let's go, let's go to the old man. Um, how do we think, you know, he's had a day off. Uh, and we, we saw yesterday that perhaps a day off isn't exactly that great, actually. Um, and he's, he's, he's had these wobbles before where he's had, like, ex an extended period of time before he's back up, on, back up on court. And he's come out and he's not been great. Yeah, I mean, 
with Federer all I'm week. trying to give Goffin yeah. a chance here. <laughs> all week I've been kind of like, Federer's not playing that well. Maybe someone will sneak it out of him. You know, Dimitrov and Sok look fun. Goffin doesn't look like he's going to take no. anything off him. Like, he did well today, but team was exceptionally bad. Um, Goffin was solid. Goffin's comments was, he was basically like, I don't know how to beat this man. And... I, funnily enough, suspect he's not going to work that out on a fast indoor hardcore. Yes. Um, Although, honestly, just, just to pipe in here, George did proceed to tell Goffin in his press conference uh, just how poorly his uh, track record to date had been this season against Pedra, which, as you can imagine, Goffin's face sort of fell. Well, I was merely pointing out to him that he shouldn't be too confident off the back of beating Nadal on his worst surface when he's about to face Federer, who's not lost on an indoor hard course this season and is just blowing everything away. And, and to be fair, Goffin took that fairly well and he said, yes, you know. I'm absolutely not confident. No. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, it's... It's good for him not to just think, right, I've beaten Rafa, I could have beat Roger. It's a completely different matchup. And he was saying himself, right, I've, I've faced Rafa on clay earlier this season. Facing him on indoor hard courts, a completely different yeah. ball game, different match. You know, you take Federer on clay, you'd find it completely different. But, you know, Goffin just does not have the game to damage Federer on indoor hard court. That will be replayed tomorrow when he wins this. Well, what, what cracked me up was he was like, kind of, I'm going to try something different for sure. In fact, I've just like lifted those quotes. And I'm thinking, but short of stealing Federer's trainers and rackets, what are you going to try that's different? Are we going to see some serving, serving volleying? Are we going to see a sneak attack by David? What, what are we going to see from him? I don't <laughs> I mean, his knee, his knee also can't be ignored, can it? He's not going to be able to stop flying and leaping around the court in ways that he's he's not been previous this week. Pounding around like a deer in the glen. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Because, um, I mean, obviously, his, his knee is still, still causing problems, and he, which he admitted also in press today. Um, so, I don't know. My assumption would be that he would... Uh, move Federer around a bit more, maybe use some slice, some drop shots. Federer's liking defending well this mm. this tournament, so maybe he'll he'll try to lure him into the attack. I just wonder whether the only thing you can do is again when we saw against Zverev that if he if he sort of kept him at the back and just kept him in longer rallies eventually Federer would be coaxed in a mis- you know into into a mistake. I mean it's not exactly Goffin's like go to but he's perfectly capable of, of battering, you know, grinding out a long rally. I don't know, risky tactics though. Today he was, he was relatively solid, but he was also, I mean, making, it was helped. making some some rogue shots that were flying wide of the tram okay, lines. So, so we, I'm in agreement that basically his best shot is to steal Federer's rackets then. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Yes. Oh. <laughs> You, we joke about him coming to the net and playing seven volley, but if I was Goffin's coach tomorrow, I would literally say to him, just play random points you never play. You know, you can actually steal a march on him early on. I, I would love to see Goffin tomorrow serve a kick serve into Federer's backhand. Federer will come to chip that back and just follow it in. He will, he will never see that. You guarantee Goffin will win that point, but he won't do it. And, you know, this, this is the frustrating thing about players like Goffin sometimes. They get so set in their ways of playing this and they lose to these guys constantly and constantly. Yeah, you know, why not? Good. Just literally throw it up in the air. First few games, you don't have to do it for the whole match, but just get Federer thinking, get him a bit nervous, let him out of that comfort zone where he doesn't just sit there 
push that back because you know Goffman is never coming in behind that. You just yeah. know it. So do it, David. Get into the net. I want to see it. <laughs> it's a shame that he's actually only going to be listening to the. Yeah, we're only going to put this live like tomorrow. You've still got time, mate. So you'd hire George as your next coach. So, I mean, it, it's pretty pointless. But let's let's for the for the um, sake of completion, let's go around and get our um, our predictions. Well, I think tonight we should do actual scores and see as the closest. <laughs> I think I'll yeah, be okay. amazed if we're not going Federer in two here. I'm sitting here going, I haven't got a pen. How are we going to note this down? Yeah, we'll never remember it. It's not like we're <laughs> going to hear this back tomorrow. Um, <laughs> so I will give Gotham seven games max. And I'm going to go... I'll, get, I'll give him a tough five in the first and two in the second. Wow. Seven, five, six, two. Why? Mr. Ambassador, you spoil us. Uh, I, I think it's, it's going to be a... Uh, I think Federer is going to take both, obviously. I think maybe Goffin will put up slightly more of a fight in the first. I don't think he'll get seven games. I think it'll be 6-3 and then 6-1 Federer run away with it in the second. I'll give him 6-4, 6-2. Okay, so on to Dimitrov and the Sock. I'm looking forward to that game, actually. I'm really looking forward to seeing how um, it's going to pan out. Interesting. Are we going to do scores for this one? Games. Yeah, sure. I, okay. I think the result is genuinely too tough to call on this one. I've been, before that Dimitrov match, I was kind of leaning back towards Sock now, and I thought Karina Buster might drag this out a little bit tonight. <clears throat> Didn't happen now, I've swung back towards Dimitrov, but you know, by the time we actually give our scores out, I think I might have gone back to the drop shot king. <laughs> so you're not going to give a score? I'll wait until you guys go. I need a little longer. <laughs> <laughs> I'll okay, be the tiebreaker. Okay. Uh, I think it's going to be Dimitrov in three. I think six, four, four, six, seven, five. So I think Dimitrov will take it in two. I think they'll be too close. Those games, but maybe not all that goes. I'm going to use 7 5 6 4. I've got my first two sets, so I think it's Sock. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got Sock winning the first 6 4. Goes to sleep, Dimitrov canes him in the second 6 2. There'll be a couple of breaks at the start of the third. And then. Deep <laughs> breaks, break. break. yeah. <laughs> um, And then. George looks Dimitrov, like he's having a great Dimitrov, a break right now. 6, th- six 3 Dimitrov. His six hands are in the Dimitrov. air. He's, he's calling one his mystic, mystic balls. 4 6, six, two, six three, Grigor. Okay. Sorry, Jack. We re- we really do need to video, video on the last day so that we don't we don't get our credentials ripped for filming. We really need to film George and his a- animations just so that you can actually see what we have to put up with. No, I've got the face for red. We'll you are. Oh, you just took my line. Okay. Um, a little sl- slightly Talking longer. Of radio. <laughs> yeah. A little a little a little longer than uh, than usual, but hopefully you are. Uh, you can tell us if you agree, if you disagree. Tell us who you, you know, who your dream uh, dream final is. You've been listening to Tournament in a Tea Break. Thank you for listening. Bye.